Hello and welcome to the Wholesale on Amazon podcast. Hope you're doing well and welcome back to the series that's going to give you a lot of tips, tricks and information all about the business model of wholesale when it comes to selling on Amazon. So in this episode, I'm going to make you aware of some risks and potential pitfalls to be aware of so that way you know all about them and you know how to avoid them. That way you can keep your Amazon business running smoothly and you can keep on doing wholesale. So there's a number of things to be aware of, just like with anything else, any other business model, anything that you would pursue business-wise, there's always risk factors involved and it's important to know what exactly these are when it comes to being a wholesale seller on Amazon. So if you want to start an Amazon wholesale business, you need to be aware of potential pitfalls. Um, So let's go through some of these negative things. I mean, I hate to be negative, but these are just the facts. Um, we need to keep it real and you need to be aware of things that might potentially happen and things to look out for. So the first one is you're going to need a bigger budget. So wholesale suppliers generally have a minimum um, order quantity and this can be quite high. This means your initial investment will be larger so you need to have some money saved up. But it does pay for itself. If you get a good business going as a wholesale seller then it will eventually pay for itself Um, You just need a bigger stock capital to begin with and then keep building that from there. So as you sell on Amazon and as you do well, particularly if you know what kind of products that you're buying and selling, a bigger budget will something that will soon become a normality and you'll get used to it and it'll just be it would just be normal for you. But then hopefully at the same time you're making bigger profits. So therefore you can still take quite a bit home with you and still keep your wholesale business running. There is a little bit more risk because you're spending more, you're also taking on more risk. If you buy a bunch of inventory that doesn't sell, you could potentially lose money. But this is where the previous episode is going to really help you out. So if you get your hands on a quality deal analyzer such as BuyBot Pro, then the risk is pretty much non-existent if you know what exactly you're looking out for when you're doing your deal analysis. So check on the historical information for each item that you're looking into. Make sure that it consistently sells well or you're buying it at a time ready to sell when it is more popular, when it sells more. Make sure the estimated sales look good. Make sure the competition um, isn't going to be one where you have a seller that constantly dominates that listing, meaning that you aren't able to get a hold of the buy box Um, Therefore, it decreases your chances of making sales. Make sure that the BSR looks good. Make sure that that consistently looks good on the item as well. And even if it does drop to a not-so-great BSR, the charts on there can help indicate how quickly the BSR shoots back up to being a good one. So having a good deal analyzer by your side will reduce this risk massively. So you'll be spending more, but because you've analyzed these deals properly, you're going to make sure that they're working out. It can be difficult to get approved, so it takes time to find suppliers, negotiate with them, and then get approved to sell their products. Although once this is done, this type of business is very manageable. So all in all, there are just a couple of hurdles to get over when you get started. The same for some of the other models when it comes to selling on Amazon, retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, private label, handmade. There's all sorts of hurdles to get over when you get started, but once you get over them, then it becomes such a viable, such a useful um, business method that you use when it comes to selling on Amazon. And it really does pay off big time. There's lots of sellers that successfully do wholesale. Um, And like with anything else, it's just a case of getting the ball rolling, getting started, uh, making sure you're aware of everything, 
getting into a process and then you'll start selling and then everything will start paying for itself and then you'll make profits um, and it'll be great from that point onwards. It's just the first couple of steps where it's a bit of a learning curve and you just need to be aware of things as you go along. There are rules to follow. So brands often have their own rules, conditions, terms that you need to follow in order to sell their products. This can include rules on pricing, advertising and so forth. And this is where something like the intellectual property radar on Biobot Pro can really help you out as well. So um, this is where it indicates to you if the brand itself allows the reselling of the items by third party sellers. If you aren't allowed to sell the items, then it will clearly mark this for you as a red dot, so you can't go ahead. Um, if you need to do your own due diligence, so even if Amazon aren't completely 100% sure, it will show up as orange. That's where you need to check for yourself, check with the brand, see if you're okay to sell the item. And if it flashes up as green, then you're all good to go. You're all good to sell the item. It has no IP issues. So that's something that can get sorted really, really easy. Again, with a good deal analyzer by your side. Another thing to be aware of is Amazon suspension. So this applies to all business models. So it doesn't matter what you do, whether it's online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, wholesale, handmade, this is for everyone that sells on the Amazon platform. So suspensions is a way of Amazon policing their platform. There are sellers out there who will try and abuse the rules, exploit loopholes solely for their benefit, which can result in a very uneven playing field between them and other sellers, not to mention it can lead to negative shenanigans for customers, causing upset and distress, and they may never shop on Amazon or online again, which is bad for everyone. Obviously, Amazon don't want this and they want the platform to be a great and vibrant place for everyone. So the bit about Amazon suspensions that does come under wrap and what people are afraid of is there are occasions, unfortunately, where Amazon have been known to shoot first and ask questions later, so to speak, which is part of that fear of the suspensions. Um, so it could be for something like a seller was unaware of a specific rule and crossed it by accident or maybe the seller made an honest mistake and so forth. They will only suspend an account if they have good reason to. They don't just go, oh, this guy looks like he's doing well with his account. Let's just suspend it for a bit of um, for a bit of a laugh. They don't do that. They will always do it for a reason. Um, and it's always a good thing to find out that reason. They should make you aware of this. The good news is that if you abide by the rules and keep up to date on them, you'll be completely fine while selling on Amazon and you won't have to worry about suspensions whatsoever. Definitely read up on them and ensure you are maintaining good Amazon account health as well. So make sure that you're up to date with Amazon's policies consistently. Make sure that the wholesale supply is as well. Make sure they're aware of all of this um, and check in with brands and things like that. Again, Buybot Pro can help you with um, some of this stuff as well, helping you find out more about the items that you're analyzing. Some common reasons for Amazon suspensions, just to give you some examples, um, would be things like selling counterfeit stocks, the fake branded products, cheap pirate copies of a DVD, for example, uh, selling banned items, which is very tough to do anyway, but if you try and sell things like guns, obviously that can uh, lead to a suspension. If you get a lot of product safety complaints, if you're trying to sell used items um, and pass them off as new, if the items you're selling aren't as advertised, if you're selling expired items, if you're trying to sell an item that does have an IP issue, this is a major way to um, basically get your account suspended. So if you avoid doing things like that, then your account won't get suspended. Um, if you have like really bad order defect rates, late shipment rates, then that can be another contributing factor. Again, it's all about keeping your Amazon account health uh, nice and healthy. If you're doing FBA, 
then you won't have to worry about things like order defect rates, late shipments and so forth because Amazon are handling this side of things for you. It's also important to, if and when you can, check on the items that you're actually buying from the wholesale supplier. If you can actually observe them, if there is any way that you can get a bit more of an insight into the item that you are buying from them, just to make sure that it's not counterfeit or anything like that, then it's always really useful to do. In the unfortunate event that you do get suspended, don't worry, help is at hand. But before you contact Amazon, you need to seek help and advice for your suspension and put together a plan of action. There are rare occasions when an innocent seller will come under fire due to, say, a change in Amazon procedure. But if you're following the rules and able to swiftly follow up and prove to them that you're all good, you should be back up and running in no time. One of the best sources out there for suspensions help is www.getintosuspended.com. The team there have got an extensive knowledge of Amazon and their rules and ways to get your account um, reinstated. They have helped hundreds if not thousands of clients do this already so it's always worth reaching out to them with your suspension issue if that does happen and they can help you put together a plan of action. So reach out to them with all of the details, anything that can help them put together this plan of action for you and hopefully your account will get reinstated. If you do have BuyBot Pro, there are two plan options. One of them doesn't have suspension safeguard, but one of them does. Now, if you do have the plan with suspension safeguard, whilst you do have BuyBot Pro, it's kind of like taking out insurance almost. So whilst you have BuyBot Pro, if you do come across any sort of issues, any suspension issues, whilst you have that particular plan, you will also be able to access the Get and Suspended team as well through that BuyBot Pro plan. So you are covered, you've got insurance, um, and it's probably a safe option to take if you are concerned about that ever. You may never need it, but it's always wise to cover your own back um, and make sure that you have something like that in place just in case that does happen because a suspension could cripple your business and potentially destroy it if nothing is done. Um, but having that insurance in place means that you lessen the chances of something like that happening. So all in all, it's important to be aware of all of these things before you go ahead with your wholesale business or whilst you're taking your first steps. Um, don't be too hard on yourself. Things are a learning curve. Sometimes things can take a bit of tweaking, a bit of back and forth. Um, refining your processes is just normal, it's natural, um, it's the way that things go but once you get the ball rolling and you're used to things, you're aware of all of these risks, you take countermeasures and such, then you'll have a great time selling on Amazon, you'll be able to reap the rewards, you won't have many worries at all, obviously um, as a business person there will always be some worry aspect involved but you will have less to worry about as time goes on, you're aware of these things you're able to avoid them and you keep up to date with things like Amazon policy. Hopefully this podcast has helped you understand things to be aware of when you do take on this business model and good luck for your wholesale business. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you next time.